0: Download the free Anchor app and start your journey today. It's that time. Let's get ready to record. So we're recording now. Let's get ready again. What's going on, guys? It's Yahavi David St. Clair Speaks. You are now tuned in to the St. Clair Speaks Show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the St. Clair Speaks Show podcast. I'm your host, Yahavi St. Clair, and I'm sitting here with another impactful, incredible guest. Guys, I have the honor to introduce... Naquan Anderson. I had the privilege to meet this brother through Clubhouse and a lot of gems that he's been dropping. I'm like, yo, getting him on the podcast was just mandatory. So It is an honor and a privilege to have Naquan Anderson on the St. Clair Speaks Show podcast today. Of course, he's going to tell you guys a little bit more on his backstory, what brings him onto the podcast today, um, what are some things that you guys can look forward to, and a lot more about what he does in his industry as well. Visionary entrepreneur. Naquan, please, can you give a- audience a 3 to 5 minute introduction on who you are your brand your business of course what brings you onto the podcast and let's just dive in from there
1: of course of course it wouldn't be right if we didn't do an introduction right <laughs> so how are everybody doing i'm nicole anderson also known as q. mills the one and only right um um originally from brooklyn new york uh but i live in south carolina columbia south carolina right now i am an entrepreneur I'm a small investor, <laughs> and I am a business owner. I own two business. Technically, I own three businesses. I'm sorry. Um, the ones that I'm currently pushing right now is my photography business, known as Quan's Vision, um, and I work out of a studio with my brother, of Full Effect Images. Right, you can find him on Full Effect um, You can find me on QuansVisions.com, and I do this. We've been doing this now. I've been doing photography total of 11 years, but professionally five almost six years right professionally really taking it serious When i got me a real good mentor and everything of that nature understanding how to formulate the business and you know i'm still learning i'm still formulating a better business plan every year every day right covid slowed us down right so that's something that's major um and as far as my photography business goes, things that you can look forward to is uh more sessions in different states um actually this upcoming week uh January 13th through the 18th I'll be in New York City I got a few sessions in the city so if anybody's in the city and either need a session and want to collaborate on something definitely connect with me I'll be in New York City that's right Brooklyn you already know it's going down (laughs) but I do travel to all five boroughs so definitely connect with me um as far as moving around I'll be in Atlanta actually next month Um, I'm always Looking to work with somebody, network with you, and working with the model, working with uh, upcoming artists, upcoming uh, 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 actors too. You know, nothing stops. I do small videography, not nothing major. I just do small video video clips and stuff. You know, two to three minute clips of just simple things. You know, little commercials, uh, just little introductories and stuff like that. When it comes to videography, I I tell people straight up, I'm a very honest person. I'm not the best, but I can get it done. Um, you can check my workout on Instagram, of course, uh, and as well, like I said, on my website. Uh, on top of that, you know, we have packages that are being produced right now where we just start printing some of our own stuff. So that's super dope. So our customers can get their own print straight through us. Um, and that that right there is a blessing in disguise right there because it's something that we just been working on. And we're also working on through our photography companies. We're working on building better business amongst photographers and amongst young entrepreneurs in our city. Um, like I said, me and my brother, his name is Trell Martin. Um, and we're definitely working on bigger things like this. Just this morning, we had a prayer breakfast for some of the youngest and dopest entrepreneurs who were willing to come out today, right here in the studio. And that's where I'm at now. You see the pictures behind me. Some of these pictures are mine. Some are his. You know, amongst other photographers who have actually worked in this studio. Um, we plan on building a legacy. You know, I see his vision. I'm running with his vision. Of course, I have my own, but there's nothing wrong with collaborating with your brother. And I, that's my spill on the photography side aside of photography, I follow my other passion in fitness. I love fitness I love being in the gym honestly later today even though it's my birthday I'm going to the gym so you can catch me on uh, my Instagram at 5 t the legend um, and I dropped a link for you guys. You can catch me on my Instagram giving out fitness tips you can see us in the gym working out. We do. I do offer uh one on one sessions online virtually. Um, if you're in my city, you can always come work out with us. It's just five hours to come work out with us. Right. And if you want to be trained, of course, you know, that's a different, you know, different sector that we can always talk about. But we, I offer these things. I do offer these packages. I do offer sometimes just tips. Some people just need tips to get in shape or break that mental. Uh, getting it to get themselves in the gym and get their their body right. Um so that's something else I do and I did mention that I own other businesses and I'll end it
0: here the other so, businesses I own is go no, ahead. No, go ahead cuz I wanted to, I wanted to ask you like what what sparked the vision? Like like, like what what ignite what ignited all this for you? For me,
1: uh I the first time I ever touched a camera it was in junior high school, right? And believe it or not, people don't believe me, but I've never been to like a photography school, like real photography school. This is just straight passion, wanting to do it. I found me a good mentor. Um, And let me put this out there. Anything that you want to do, people, let's just go back in time. Before schools were invented, they just passed down their knowledge. If your dad was a blacksmith, you were a blacksmith. If your dad was a baker, you were a baker. If your mom was a nurse, you were a nurse. They just passed that knowledge down. Mentorship. So that's why I reach out to mentors. I believe that the word can't isn't in my vocabulary. I can do anything I put my mind to. So can you? Anybody else listening right now? You put your mind to it, you can get it done. If Donald Trump could become the president, he put his mind to it. And this, I you know, I know some of you may not like him, but understand that man said a long time ago, if I put my mind to it, I can do it. And he shows that constantly, right? So if we put our mind to it, we can do it. Um, but what sparked my vision was I've always wanted to do photography. I love it. I love capturing the moment. I love When you snap that picture and you show it to a person and they look back like, yo, that's me. Sometimes people don't even realize it was them. (laughs) That right there is so fulfilling. And then for me, uh, what else is really fulfilling is the factor of watching a person print it out. When they print it out, it's like, oh man, that's beyond like, you know, that's like the ultimate goal. They printed my workout. So I'm like, yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I know that they're over satisfied with what I create, help them create, right? And that that's a part of the vision. So I like for people to come to me with a vision, but not just with the vision. I, I am we we enhance those visions. You know, we we I tell people all the time, well, what do you see for yourself? Okay, cool. I'm going to enhance that. I'm going to take that tenfold. We're going to tenfold that. Let's let's make this something more special to you because sometimes a person will see something else, but forget to let it signify with them. That's where I come in. I'm gonna let this picture signify to you. Yeah, Jay-Z had on a Rolex, but you ain't got one. So you're gonna put this Invicta on and you're gonna look just as good, (laughs) you know? And they're like, you know what? Yeah, man, I appreciate that. So that's where the vision comes into play. It's It's just, you gotta keep seeing it. You gotta keep seeing the bigger picture. And I'm a father, I'm a father of four kids. So I always see the bigger picture, not just for myself, but for my babies, you know? I'm the oldest of, I got 12 sisters and six brothers and I'm the oldest. So when I talk about vision, I always vision more for them too, not just myself. So the vision is constantly there. I'm constantly seeing things, even talking to you, like by the time we're done, I'll probably be able to tell you something just to help your vision with your podcast, because I'm a visionary. That's what I do. Um, and like I was saying, you know, with the other businesses, I opened up businesses for my kids, e-commerce business, you know, where when they get down line, hopefully, you know, I'm not going to say hopefully these businesses will still be able to run, you know, just for them. And make residual income. You know, I do e-commerce. I also trade in the market. You know, these are things that I'm teaching people. I teach trading or how to the beginner trading steps uh, with Forex on Sundays. It's just different things we got to tap into as kings and queens, right? And especially in our culture, right? Those are the things I do. And last but not least, one of the biggest things that I'm proud of that I've accomplished in my last, I wanna say five to six years is me and my four brothers, three brothers, but we opened a vodka business. And it's a black owned vodka company, right? It's super dope. And when I, when I say that is, I say that because there are other companies out there, but they be co-owned by you know a Caucasian. No offense to anybody who has that type of backing behind them, but it was just dope that four guys from nowhere, because technically nobody knows us, have a vodka company for black men. And we don't, own, we don't owe anybody. We don't even owe the bank. You know, we are in a revamp phase right now. It's called Unique Vodka. We're in a complete revamp phase right now. But the fact that we did, when I tell people, like, nah, we don't, we don't owe anybody. We did this out of our pocket, out of our vision, out of our mindset. You know, people always want a good drink. I'm not, I'm not encouraging anybody to be an alcoholic. <laughs> but who doesn't like a good drink? We love Ciroc, right? We love Amsterdam. Why not support your brother? And be unique at the same time so yeah it's called unique vodka we're relaunching that uh probably i want to say maybe at the end of this year and we'll also be launching um probably we haven't hit the name on it yet but we will be launching a wine line as well craft wine so those are just a few things i got and in my midst because there are other things that i talk to people and they want me to be a part of as well so i'm always looking to branch out just piece by piece you got to take every step in life piece by piece you can't move too fast even when you think you you got it like that
0: you can't so that's a good point so how do you how do you find balance with all that right how do you balance you know the personal the the, the business lifestyle of of having all the businesses going on the family and you know just being you honestly it, it's still it's still always a struggle
1: with that being a balance um and You find it by having a plan. So I have a plan. I set a certain amount of money that I only really want to make per month with photography and fitness. This way I know I can allocate enough hours with those customers and my prices equal that amount. (laughs) So now I'm already ahead of the game. I know, hey, you know what, I'm gonna charge this, this and this, and I only need these many customers a month to hit my goal. So now I have hours in a day to do the other things, go to the gym, Chill with the family, uh, work on the next business. All of those things you got to take it piece by piece, day by day, um, and break it down. Like I said, planning is key. Planning is definite key. Um, uh, besides planning, support the right type of support, uh, whether it's your spouse um, or just your closest uh, business partners. But support the right type of support. That's that's how you start to find that balance um, because let's say it's the day I got to miss the gym with the buddies, right? And I may not have a client or if a client hits me up and I know I have something to do that day because of the way I set my client schedules up, I say, hey, today you're going to work out with so-and-so because I also have other trainers that work in my business. It's not just me because I'm trying to build more than just a business for myself. I want to build businesses for everybody around me who's ready to go get that bag, as we like to say in our culture, right? I'm trying to build business not just for myself, but Everybody around me who's ready, the key thing is ready to go get that bag, meaning they understand what work has to be put in piece by piece from getting certifications, making sure the insurance is correct, all of those things to, in order to be, and I'm not talking about being millionaires. I tell my friends all the time, I'm cool with being a thousandaire, honestly, as long as I'm not struggling and nobody around me is struggling, I'm comfortable. I'm looking for a comfort zone and peace of mind and peace of soul.
0: a good point man it made made a really good point so what are what are some what are some things that because we connected through clubhouse so Mm -hmm. you know i'm sure like there are a lot of instant connections you know so what are what are some things that you are you know you're learning and you're experiencing from your experience on clubhouse because we connected through the hustlers right just like that out of nowhere right and and it's been and it's been like that with just everyone right so we're getting pulled in different directions Um, so, so can you tell us, you know, what, what's your experience like on that? App? The app is super dope. Um, you got to understand
1: what potential is. People have to understand potential. So that app has a lot of potential, right? Um, and that app actually is taken away from some things that we don't even realize. So I was in the chat room with Grant Cardone. If anybody knows who real estate is, Grant Cardone is a monster with estate, right? It was Grant Cardone. Draymond John and a few other people. On a regular basis, if you wanted to sit down with Grant Cardone, it'd probably cost you maybe five to ten thousand dollars to get in the same room with him. And I don't mean just you and him. I'm talking about one of his conferences, right? This app is actually allowing you to uh, you know, conversate, interface and and and, and cross paths with every with them like they're everyday people, because I think the money has made us forget. That they are everyday people. You know what I'm saying? So we wind up paying them as if they're not, not saying there's nothing wrong with their value, not saying that. But now we are getting the same value from them. Yeah, it may only be within that hour, but for free. We're downloading this app for free. Nobody's charging us for this app right now they're probably getting paid because of the download streams, right? You know how that works, right? So they're getting paid for the download streams. This is super dope and why they're getting paid. People like me and you who on a normal basis just sit back and look at their Instagrams and go in, in amazement like, wow, I wish I could talk to Jay-Z, Grant Cardone. Um, I was I was in the chat room with the game and spoke to, to the game. You know, um, some of the credit specialists I've, I've had Great conversations with uh, Shara, Clarissa, Clarissa Williams, like these people, and uh, even Reem. You know, we're in the Hustlers Club. You know, even Reem, he's super dope. These are people that, on a regular basis, you can't get to them. But because of the change in the world and the introduction of this app, everything, all of that has changed. And what's I think the most beautiful thing about it is it allows a person like me to no longer feel the fear of meeting this person or talking to this person and knowing that I can be the same type of person. The fear is gone. It's like, yo, I'm really talking to Grant Cardone. Oh, snap. Draymond John just answered my question from Shark Tank and I'm not on Shark Tank. (laughs) You know, he just gave me a gem and I'm, wow. So you have to take that into consideration as to what this app can be. You know, eventually they're gonna start charging buku dollars, you know. And and I told somebody the other day, Clubhouse right now to me looks like a Facebook. Nobody could get on Facebook when they first started. You had to have a select invite, right? You had to be selective about your invites. And 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 only what was it? Only the college kids were really on Facebook, right? And only the best colleges. You wasn't finding just any old college kid on there, right? This to me is like a revamp of Facebook on a different level. Point level because yeah, we're not posting no you know family pictures and videos, we just hopping in and out of chats talking. But I was in a credit specialist chat for four hours the other night, and I was like, wait a minute, I feel like I'm in a high school relationship.
0: <laughs> oh, you you make a good point, you know, it's instant access. I had um about three weeks ago, I had the opportunity to talk to Les Brown. That's the same man that inspired me to become a speaker. So that. for for you know, like what are the Look chances that. of that happening? But Almost you know, zero I, none. real eye-opening, really, really, really eye-opening, uh, just experience all around, um, real eye-opening experience all around I'm sorry. on the yeah, app. Yeah. Now you're good. Uh, real eye-opening experience. I'm actually getting from notifications from the
1: app as <laughs> you're speaking and I'm trying to yeah.
0: get them out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely. One of the things I learned about the app for sure is, you know, putting myself on a schedule and turning those notifications off because oh, you'll be yes. on the app all day. It, yeah. it has so oh much, God. it has a lot of good pros, my cons was okay i was starting to get backed up on work a lot of good problems to have because a lot of you know hey i want to get in the podcast hey i'm interested in such and such so everyone it's shown the value of everyone everyone's valuable everyone in the app is valuable as much as some people think that they're not because not everyone you know wants to moderate a room or you know host a room um so that's a good question i'm gonna ask you that in a second about about um any potential rooms that you'll be hosting on clubhouse but um on the, app, on the app in particular, what I'm learning is just the value of community, just the value of conversation, right? You know, mm-hmm. you, you mentioned something like being on a panel of credit specialists. I didn't know Shira, Clarissa, I didn't know none of them To a hole in the wall. I'm not no credit guru, but what that did was it showed me that I'm no longer the smartest person in the room. And right. that for me was a blessing because when you are able to be the sponge in the ocean, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, you know, just so much information in education, just like, just, I just started executing behind it. So it was really life changing for, for me. Um, that's I'll just my it. feedback. But I do want to ask you about. Go ahead. Yeah. What are some, what are some that things that. Yeah. You. Yeah. I, I do want to ask you. So, what are some. What are some rooms that we could look forward to on Clubhouse from you? What are some things that you're thinking about hosting yourself that... Um, because I'm doing something where it's like, okay, I'm doing like a, like a like weekly thing. I have to do it twice a week, at least. Um, mm. Getting back to podcasting and such. So I wanna know like, what are some things, you know, po- um, not podcasting, photography. I know it's a little bit of your background, but you have so much multiple different businesses. So what are some things that you're gonna touch on first?
1: Um, touching on first, actually I'm going with credit. Um, uh, Clarissa is my mentor as well, because I, I want to get into credit repair, you know, as well, helping people out here and not on that high price side, honestly, some people need credit repair and, and they're like, yeah, but I can't afford five or $600. And I got a heart, uh, you know, and sometimes you gotta be a little bit understanding and I'm okay with being understanding. Um, you gotta, you gotta accept your blessings for what they are, um, so, and actually he was crazy as when I get in the credit rooms, I'm not the best. I'm not, the, like I said, I have a mentor, but yet I still can answer some of these questions. And with answering the questions, I like to add my own, uh, I guess you could say spiritual value, not, 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 not anything to do with a, a Christian belief or anything like that. No, just spiritual value. Like, hey, listen, these things take time. Clear your mind, be ready. You got a lot of things that's coming your way and that's going to fight back at you, but you have to, spiritually mentally physically be ready to fight back to get your credit where you want it so as far as hosting rooms and being in rooms I actually be in a credit room tonight at 7 p.m with Clarissa and Shira and Flame and uh, a few others I think James I can't remember his name but he'll be there on there and we're talking and you, you've been in the room with me we're talking about low-key millionaires that you don't know in your face and, and that's another thing the app has done to me it has oh, let yeah. We know that my culture has a lot of low key millionaires that are living good, and we think that we're all just at the bottom of the barrel. And that's a ton of lies. That's a ton of lies. It's a big ton of lies. And I'm proud to know that I'm not, I, I, that what I'm fighting for is actually actually accessible. I'm fighting to, you know, like I said, I just want to be a year. I'm good. I'm good at making 300,000 a year. Honestly, I'll be good with that you know spot but, on spot on Go right ahead. you know but I, I understand that there's more out there and the, the the different levels that come with it um i come from a background of we struggled at first then i learned how to get money you know from a street aspect um and then i learned that that was more than that money even when i was understanding like wait a minute so two thousand dollars a week is not a lot no <laughs> Especially with the way the, the value of the dollar is changing, right? You got Bitcoin, the Urethium, Litecoin, all these other, you know, altcoins you can invest in, crazy, right? So you you start to understand, you know, as far as like reaching out to people and what I would, like the things that I would dive in, not just credit, um, after credit, I'll probably dive into um, actually mental health. I would definitely dive into mental health. Um, I dropped a video the other day to all of the Black Kings out there, hey, listen, and I'll say it again right here. If... Any of you ever going through depression, I don't know you, you don't know me, but if you feel like you've got nobody else to reach out to, I will listen to you and I will talk to you. I may not be able to help you financially, you know, cause sometimes that's the issue, financial issues, right? I may not be able to help you financially, but just to help re- take your mind and say, wait a minute. Sometimes we focus on the issue and not the solution. Step away from the issue, ask yourself, what steps do I need to take to get a great solution? And even when you get the solution, understand that the bumps in the road is going to make you change your way to get to the solution. But don't change your way to the solution. That's the thing. And I'm speaking from a path of experience. That's why I speak on it. Um, So I would definitely tackle that next. I've seen some rooms. I actually was in a room the other night where I helped a young lady understand what her issue was with her boyfriend. And the key word was boy. There's a difference between a boy, a man, and a king. Big difference. The steps that we, the way we move, steps we take it's a big difference and i had to get her to understand
0: right now you love him but he's still a boy wait was it wasn't we in that room together and you was talking on that point remember i i, I swear it was you Might where <laughs> um there was this woman talking about her so, uh, raising her her boys i spoke yeah so yeah i spoke on that yeah i spoke, the, on, that. I, yeah, yeah, I spoke on that too
1: yeah i spoke on that too where she was like she didn't want to show the one kid more love than the other and i'm like you don't, you know, show equal love. You know what I'm saying? Raise them. You know, it's hard. It's not easy, but we can get it done. These kids need us. And raising a child is just like flipping the page in a book, a good book. Let's just say Harry Potter, right? You didn't know what was going to happen on the next page, but you was ready to flip the page. You don't know what's going to happen as these kids change every day. Matter of fact, if we start to look in the mirror as adults, we don't know what's going to happen with us the next day. We think we do. We think we got it all planned out. But tomorrow, you know. I'm not going to say something negative could happen, but something positive could happen. Today, you could be at work making $1,000 a week, and then tomorrow you get a $500 raise. Look at that.
0: You didn't expect that, but something happened. I want to kind of like interrupt you real quick and in a sec, because like one of the things I've learned on Clubhouse, when someone's making a really powerful point, I don't want to unmute my mic and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you, <laughs> there was so much I wanted to add on to that point, but you touched on a lot of points, and that's why I'm glad that we're talking about it now, because... The topic is really interesting, and I think from there, what we dived into—correct me if I'm wrong—was just the mental health in our community. Then we talk yeah. about that. Yeah, we, we talked did. about we that. So let's let's yeah, let's yeah, let's dive into that because you also made a point where it's like okay, you know, us growing up, we're exposed to these, you know, upbringing, of course, and then when we get right. in adulthood, we don't have no outsources, we don't have an outlet.
1: Right, right. So. <clears throat> Us growing up, we grow up. Um, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York mostly, right? Actually, you know, a good percent of my life, right? Until I moved down south. Um, the, the, the sources that were there that I thought were there were just only in my face, right? So, therefore, I tell people it's called a block. I call it the, I call it the block view. When you don't know that you can travel outside of that block, you're only going to keep traveling in a circle on that block. You're not going to go any further than that block. But the first time that they say, hey, let's go to Manhattan. Manhattan? What's that? Now we travel to Manhattan. I see Manhattan. I see people that look like me, but they're moving totally different. Mind blown. Oh my God, there's other people out here that do something different than me, than we do. You know? So we got to be mindful of, of that. Like, how do we how do we tap into that? How do we tap into the resources? You can't be afraid. You got to get rid of fear. This morning. Uh, Michael Finkley, who spoke this morning at the breakfast, he said, we live in fear. He lived in fear because his parents, the way we were raised, I'm 35, the way we were raised, you be quiet. Listen to what I tell you to do. You know what I'm saying? And I, like I said to the young lady, I said, if you're doing that with your kids, you got to be careful because your kids are watching you. You got to be careful what you're doing to them, what you're doing around them. Look in the mirror. I guarantee you, if you can, if you wake up every morning and you got an attitude your son wakes up with attitude because you're giving him the same energy energy is very real it transfers very quickly right so let me get back to what i was saying about fear we fear he feared to speak up because he was always told hey be quiet you listen to what i tell you to do you know what i'm saying be quiet be quiet and we, we all went through that especially in a lot of black homes i'm not saying it doesn't happen in a caucasian home but i know i know i have more black friends than caucasian right so it happens we're told to be quiet just pay attention and do what i tell you you know With that, when it is time for you to speak up at work, if something's going wrong, you can't. You were already told and trained and conditioned to shut up. You can't do that. We're already trained, I'm just like, I'm still learning to voice everything because I was already pre-trained to be quiet. (laughs) You don't say nothing. Be quiet, boy, don't say nothing. So that's why as a culture, and I'll I'll, I'll give you this, the Capitol building was just broken into by, uh, what is it called, the Proud Boys or whatever, right? Capitol building which is broken into by the Proud Boys. Something that Black Lives Matter group could have never did without us having 30 fatalities and 400 arrests. They did it with four fatalities and to my knowledge, I could be wrong, but zero arrests. What does that do to us as a community? It causes fear. It's a fear factor that they just put in place. Why did they put a fear factor in place? Because now on national television, everybody who watched it, whether it was on television, Instagram, Facebook, a replay, doesn't matter, of my color, now in their mind says, ain't no way in hell I'm going to march with my people. Cause shit, I know for a fact, they're not gonna kill us. Because that's, I mean, they're gonna kill us because that same officer Brown that was at the Capitol building did nothing and stood there, but now he's in my face and his gun is already out of his holster. And we know these things, so now it's a fear factor. So fighting back is always being suppressed because they make sure they keep inflicting fear factors. I'll give you one more. Let's go way, way back when, uh, what is it? Tulsa, Oklahoma, I believe that's where it was. I, I kind of mixed these places up, but Black Wall Street, right? Black Wall Street burned down overnight. If you can tell me who was prosecuted or went to jail behind burning down Black Wall Street and killing over 300 people, I'll, I'll, I'll don't worry, I'll take everything back that I said. But to my knowledge, you don't never hear about who was prosecuted for what happened that day. And that was in one day. You don't never hear about, oh, you know what, they arrested um, Johnny White, whitely because he was one of the men that was shooting. You don't hear about none of the prosecutions of the white men that came in and did anything. That's a fear factor because we know if we build another uh, Black Wall Street, they're probably gonna come in and burn it down again and nobody's going to jail. They're just gonna brush it under the rug and we're gonna keep pushing. It's a fear factor. We live in constant fear. That is definite truth. So to break that mental, we gotta stick together. We got to understand that there is a fear there. It is there. It's very there. It's, it's, it's in our faces. It's clear as day now, right? The, as they say, the hoods, the hoods are off. They're gone. <laughs> the hoods are gone. So even though the fear is there, are we ready to face it and say, F it? I know it's there. I know what you will do, but I'm still going to stand here and fight. That's the bottom line. That's a question that we all have to ask ourselves, but ooh, it's hard. Now I'll tell you why it's hard because you're an entrepreneur like me. We want to get money. We want to get millions. Who has the millions? Until Clubhouse, hell, we thought all the Caucasians had the millions, which they do still have a lot of power. They do, they do. But right now we're learning as a culture. No, they're not the only ones with the power. They're not the only ones with the millions. They're not the only one that's credit repair specialists. They're not the only one that know about a FICO 10 score. So when you start learning these things, guess what happens now? Guess what's, I, I see a big change with this app because it's starting to break the fear. We know that we're not alone. You get to speak to people. Like I said, I was in a room with, with the game, and he spoke on the, the you know, craziness that was happening at the Capitol. I would have never thought that the game would speak on it. The game. I, he got money already. He's not worried about this type of stuff, right? Isn't he, doesn't he have the same mindset as Little Wayne who says, oh, that don't involve me. I got money. You get what I'm saying? So it it amazes me to even hear little Wayne speak like that because he caught all those cases in his time, whether he had money or not, sounds stupid. Um, But that's my personal opinion. Uh, And and I like to say that a lot. It's my personal opinion because ain't nobody going to hit me with, oh, it's a fact that you feel that. Yeah, yeah. But it's just my opinion. It does not have to justify you. (laughs) And it does not. I'm not objecting to you. So with that being said, like I said, it's the to me is fear, fear of a lot of things. And we have to break the fears your own personal fears not just uh you know what was put in front of us but break your fears
0: it's definitely a time to break barriers and, and break through fear for sure um if, if there's one thing uh you know everyone has definitely learned a different experience from 2020 that's for sure so oh, yeah. hopefully you know 2021 a lot of people could definitely do a lot of things different but um it definitely starts with us it starts with you know owning ourselves and 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 being who we are and doing exactly what we need to do and just like really enforcing, just like what you said, um, you know, like being a voice setting the tone, be setting the standard, you know, be, the white man's not the only one that could be a credit specialist. Right. The, right. the This kind of person can, this person, like, so <clears throat> it just goes beyond everything. And, you know, to your point also, yeah, I love clubhouse because of the access and changed the game. Right. And and just everything and. in, in every industry, not just one particular industry, just all industries as a whole, the way we connect, um, just really resourceful. Uh, So one of the things I definitely want to talk about is um, you're really passionate, you're really passionate about what you do, you're well-spoken. What, what are some things, what what are some things that kind of ignited this i don't want to say this this this, this character this demeanor th- like who you are like what what kind of for me it it took me you know pretty much going like broke at one point for me to kind of like get it together that, oh, yeah. like w- what was it for you to like really like yo you know become who you are today i've been at the top
1: i've been at the top like i said i um and I, I don't mind speaking on these things i've been at the top i used to hustle right i used to hustle in the streets a little bit right and I had money. I had money. I had a Maserati. <laughs> you know, I used to travel all over anywhere I want. I I spent ten thousand dollars on a Christmas for my whole family. You know what I'm saying? Like I brought everybody together. Put 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 the family in a hotel for a week. We we had catered dinner. Oh, you know everybody had a gift. I had money, right? I've done those things, right? And then I lost it all. Lost it all. All of it. Every piece of it. Lost everything, right? Hit rock bottom. Felt like. It was the worst rock bottom. Um, within hitting that rock bottom and trying to get up, I found myself multiple times um, within these last two years when I found myself the most uh, going through depression, um, family issues, losing grandfather and mom being sick, just going through everything. But I started doing a self check because one of my biggest things was I've always wanted to have a a whole what they call a whole family, you know, wife, kids, this, that, and the third, and it seems like my relationships were always failing, and then my business that I was trying to, you know, pick up and run wasn't running right. I couldn't understand why, what's going on, what's, why is it, what is this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Then you start to realize, especially as you get older, anything that you go through is because of you. I don't care who take you through something, it's because of you. If a person treating you wrong, it's because you allowed it. Or because you already gave them the energy to do it. Um, so when I've been in relationships and, and I messed them over, you know, we got side chicks, things like that, it's because I gave that energy to that, to that female to say, I'm accessible to her. I'm accessible to you, even though I, I'm still going home to my lady. It's the wrong way to live. And then look, I lost my home. I lost everything, right? So you realize that it's really not worth it. You know, and, and I'll go back to somebody saying, oh, you know, monogamy is the way. It may be for some people, but I'm gonna give a real perspective vision of some people are better off with polygamy. And that's just real talk. Some people live a better life with two or three people. You know, Muslims do it, right? Kings did it back in the past, right? So what sparked a lot of energy in me is knowing that I failed multiple times, but when I failed, I was almost at that tip of success. So that means I already have the means up here to actually do it. So, Naquan, why are you failing? That's when I picked my head up, looked in the mirror and realized I was failing because of me, because of my decisions. Because on a night that I probably should have edited the rest of those photos, I went and hung out with sweetheart so-and-so and I shouldn't have. You know, you know what I'm saying? On a night that I probably, or on or a day, I probably should have been in the gym and I didn't hit the gym properly, um, I hung out with the fellas, you know, and shouldn't have. Knowing, and when you look back at your decisions, you say to yourself, "I knew I wasn't supposed to do that that day." And then it feels like just that one decision caused a trickle effect or a snowball effect to everything else that went wrong. So when you start to realize that, when a decision is being made, like now, if I'm about to make a decision, I stop myself and check my. I check my energy. I keep my. I keep my chakra bracelet with me. I check my energy. Um, I'm aligned in my chakra. I check my energy. you know. And For some people, it may be you check you check yourself in God. You check yourself in Buddha. But no matter what it is, check yourself in something that you believe. Whether it's, whether it's just yourself, but check yourself. Check that energy. If, you're in, if, you're, if your body don't feel right about the decision you think you're about to make, don't make it. That's my personal opinion. Again, it's my personal opinion. Don't make it. Don't make that decision because it's going to push. It, it probably ain't going to end up the way you want it to. Unless it's one of those gutly decisions that you like, oh uh, man, I think this might be good, try it. Sometime the outcome is great or okay, but at least you tried it. But I also say live with no regrets. Make sure you make those decisions that you wanna make. Don't let somebody else force their energy on you. Don't do that. I've done that in my past with friends. I've done it in my past with relationships where I kind of let them force their feelings on me, how I think, you know, what they think I should do or should be. Can't do that. Because at the end of the day, you wind up what? Unhappy. So don't do it. That's my, that, And that's how I became the person I became now because for one, I, I realized how passionate I am. That caused me to continue to be very passionate. Um, I have a big heart, uh, so I never stopped. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hey, I don't have to. Some people say, oh, love to get you killed. It might, but we all die at the end of the day anyway. <laughs> my time is my time, whether it's because I had a big heart or a small heart, it doesn't matter, my time is my time. But in between that time, I'm going to do what makes me feel the best.
0: Man, that's, that's incredible, man. Yeah. You're living, you're living within your purpose. Yes. You could, I could always, man, I've interviewed a lot of people. I could always tell who's (laughs) living in within their purpose and who's living within a paycheck. You're living within your purpose. Right.
1: Right. So it's like, you know, I,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm an empath, man. So it's like, Man, I'm I'm big on energy. I could always tell when someone's really like really into what they do. And like, for example, there was a time period. I think this was last year when I was in when I was starting in real estate. I wasn't as passionate about it, and um, because I wasn't as passionate about it, it resulted in my decision making. Back to what you said, ripple effect and thinking. Mm-hmm. Right, we start to become what we what we think about. Um, and I just found my passion in speaking and how that translate into podcasting. I can love what I do. I'm so busy right. in what I do. It doesn't feel like work. But um, if you were right. to ask me about this last year about a particular subject, I'm like, uh, nah, right. But um, yeah. I, 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 what I want to talk about next is um, and you made a good point and which is why I want to talk about it is definitely dedicating your energy to your purpose. Mm-hmm. And yes. I, and I, and I feel that's what you, that, that's what you do and that's a very powerful thing. Can you touch on that?
1: Yeah, definitely. So like with that, it's, it's basically, like you said, it's walking into purpose. Um, I'm, I'm 35 and I'm blessed to actually find my purpose this early because some people don't find it till they're 50, you know, 45, which which is way later in life, right? So, and technically I've been found my purpose because I understood my, my talents and my passion. I can talk, I, you know, I do think about motivational speaking down the line because I can talk. I love talking to somebody, helping them out. Um, on another, on one of them clubhouse rooms that I was in the other night, the young lady said, I don't, I don't like telling nobody, you know, giving advice because I feel like people don't listen. I said, you're right. People don't listen. They listen to what they want to listen to. But do you feel better after you give the information? That's the key. If you know that you gave this person this information and it made you feel better, guess what you just did? You planted the seed. You planted a seed. Now that seed grows is totally up to that person, but you may, that, those five words that you felt you should tell this person may bring them to the light at the end of the tunnel that they need to get to. It may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, it may not be next goddamn week, but at the end of the day, when they get there, and I say that because I'm, I said I'm 35. I used to hang out with the old heads, right? The OGs. So when I was like 19, I was already hanging with people that was 30, right? And they used to drop gems on me. And now all of those gems make sense. Everything they used to tell me, hey, take care of home first. Hey, make sure you worry about yourself. Stop loving everybody else first. Those simple things make so much sense now. And I'm like, darn, this is what they was talking about. And I appreciate them for it because I'm I'm in a better place now because that that seed is open now. That 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 fruit has come to fruition. And I'm like, yo, I remember OG so so used to tell me do this do that, bro. Now look at me, I'm doing it. And I, the ones that are still around, I reach out to them and say, yo, bro, remember you told me this? He go, I know, I see you. And the thing about a seed growing is, people see it when that seed grow that they
0: planted in you. They see it. They go, I know. I told you. They, they feel it. They feel <laughs> yeah, it. You could yeah, feel it. Feel like, like, it's, it's an energy thing. You feel it. That, <laughs> you hit energy. it spot on. You hit it spot energy, on. They feel you hit it spot energy. on.
1: Like, yo, I see you
0: and you think nobody watching
1: you, but they still watching you. I, so a lot of times I don't think people watching me because I may not get enough likes or you know no, my, my family members don't say nothing or cousin don't say nothing or my mentor don't say nothing. My mentor in photography, right? It's funny, 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 funny. I was in New York, I did a photo session. I posted a picture, like he's my mentor and I don't reach out to him too much because after studying with him for about a year and a half, I was like, it's time for me to step out on my own make my own my own path I feel like I'm stuck in your shadow he said go ahead I understand he said do your thing and I said that's oh, okay I'm gonna be the best student you ever had though long story short I posted my picture in a group uh with other photographers I had no clue that he was in his group and when I seen his name pop up with the fiery emojis and everything else and he was like I'm so proud of you I was ready to cry I mean I didn't cry you know we're men we don't cry right <laughs> I'm joking of course it's okay to cry fellas um but, oh, and I'm going to tie back into that, okay to cry thing in a second. It just made me think of something. But, yeah, I was very, I was overwhelmed when I was seeing that, you know, he was like, yo, good job. Because I didn't think he was watching. Then he texts me right after they say, hey, I've been watching you. I've been seeing your poem. I'm like, you've been, wa- you don't say anything. He said, when have you known me to say something? And it reminded me. You know He don't say nothing. But it helped. But I want to tie back into real quick something we jumped on earlier, which was uh, mental health. Fellas, I want to tell you, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. We're men. We're told to be tough. Hold it in. You got to fight through it. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-mm. Sometimes you got to let it out. That's why I tell anybody, I don't know you. You may not know me, but if you just want to, you know, hop in my inbox and talk and need some help, I got you. And you're right. I've had a lot of people hop in my inbox that didn't even need credit repair, credit repair or need help with that. They was just like, bro, your energy was amazing. Like, I appreciate your words of wisdom and i'm only 35 so it, it honestly it, it makes me it makes me feel crazy on the inside i'm like where's the wisdom bro i'm just speaking from the heart like this i'm not pulling this out the book <laughs>
0: so this is not out the book this is out the heart bro yeah, it's crazy man yo you it, it's uh man you know and that's the thing about us as people like you know we we definitely underestimate the power of our own influence. Like our words have impact. You know, that's, why I think I remember that little short story, right? Your words yeah, have I impact. Didn't even, yeah, yeah like, Exa- I exactly that. to my point. So, right. you know, I'm not going to invite no one on my podcast, you know, if they're not impactful, if their words in it, right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So I heard that and I'm like, oh, okay, boom. And the rest is history. And here we are today. But yeah, man, your words have impact. So people are always paying I appreciate attention, that, for real. even like what you said with your mentor, right? You even have, um, you know, there's always people in your community and your following that are watching that are supporting that, that won't say nothing. And I'm pretty sure that, right. and it's always going to be like that. And that's okay. Cause I got a lot of people like that too. And yeah, I'm noticing right. that. And what you saying that, that just makes it understanding for me, like, okay, that's okay. Because there's times where it's like, damn, like you just said, you ain't say nothing. And like, okay, like you're waiting for the validation a little bit, but
1: mm-hmm. you also,
0: that, that, I think the silence sometimes is validation as well to just keep very, on going. Very much and, so. Yeah. This is and and all, you man. should keep
1: on going, bro. You should keep on going, bro. Don't stop. Like I've learned to no longer look for validation. And I realized that valid- looking for validation slowed me down. I used to look for validation from my kid. I, and, and I'll say this, you know, I'm not afraid. I'm not with all of my kids' mothers up at, right now. I'm single. So if there's any ladies watching, you know, hey, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but no, seriously, man, I, um, you know, I'm not with them and still try to be the best father. And I realized I don't fault them for not being with them anymore. I used to, but, you know, just, we should have worked out. Then I realized that we only work because we work for that time frame, that time frame of my life. So sometimes a person is not meant to grow with you. They're really not. I hate that I had kids. Not hate. Let me not use that word. I dislike it. I wish I would have had my kids all by one woman. But I mean, I fell in love during those time frames. There's nothing I can really do about that because mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, I was at a certain place. So of course I fell in love because they fit who I was then. So that's why now I'm actually comfortable just being single and finding myself as a whole man before I even enter with another woman because I want to make sure she understands that this is who I am and I'm not changing but first I got to make sure that this is who I am who I want to be who I'm going to be how I'm going to be what I'm going to be and I'm not changing this person who I'm now becoming is going to make me everything I want my house my money everything everything the father I'm trying I'm I'm going to be to my kids all of that all of that once you understand that and you can grab hold of that you got to run with it And whoever she is, or if any ladies listen, whoever he is, they're gonna fall right in your lap, undeniably. And you're gonna, and some people are gonna fall in your lap, but you're gonna feel like a little disconnect. And you'll be like, mm mm, it ain't you either. (laughs) I like you. You got a pretty smile and you know, curvy or whatever it may be. You could cook sweetheart, you know, oh, you know, old boy smell good. He work out, but something's missing. So if something is missing, keep it moving. Personal opinion, I keep it pushing. I keep pushing.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, for sure, man. You know, we we as human beings, we evolve every day and we evolve through our experiences, mm-hmm. especially if it's success. But as you said, not everyone's meant to grow with you, right? Um, yeah, not not this ain't not everyone's built for it. And yeah. that's okay too. You know, yes. entrepreneurship ain't for everybody. You know, no, it's, not. It's, it's not for everybody. You know, I'm tap it's in not in on that
1: when you finish, Yo, yeah, it's yeah,
0: definitely that. it's not for everybody, man. Like you see your boy right now. Like
1: <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah.
0: in that grit. Like you got to I'm going to let you touch on it in a second. But yeah, you got to understand what's for you and what's your calling and what's your purpose. And and right. this is where I'll let you just jump in real quick, because I was, you know, when when I was working for corporate, I knew I had that entrepreneurship in me. I'm from Queens, so okay, that's what's up. What what part? South Side. So I right, started. we at we're at Jamaica Queens. I ain't, no, hey, what, hey, I ain't what, gonna drop no block? Addies, man. I ain't gonna drop no, no
1: addies. Uh, all right, well I'll say. Right, South well,
0: Southo. On, South on Park. Uh, I grew up around like Lincoln Park, um, like right okay. across the bridge, like one three well, okay, watch this. Watch like
1: Ajax and I, stuff. Watch it. Watch this. Watch this. I used to have a house on one six nine and one eleven. 169 and 111? Yeah, right right behind Merrick. Damn, bro. Yeah. Hood, hood. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yo, that's good to have you. Yo, we made it, yo. <laughs> yo, yeah. we, so, no, we made it. I want you to you talk know, to on entrepreneurship for me, though. Yeah, definitely. I will, I, yeah, like it's not for everyone. So w- w- what's your insight? What's your insight on entrepreneurship?
1: Entrepreneurship isn't for everybody, right? Because if everybody's, listen, this, this is hurtful. I had to get this get this piece right here to some people in the room the other night um, when we were talking about entrepreneurship. And I said, hey, listen, entrepreneurship ain't for everybody. And I'm gonna need y'all to get this, get it out your head that it is, and understand that some of your friends are gonna work for you. There's nothing you can do about that. And even though entrepreneurship is not for everybody, some of the people that you're around, you can teach them still how to be an entrepreneur within your business, within your company, but you, may still be the only one that have the knowledge and the understanding and the vision to keep it going as a CEO. That's different. Because at the end of the day, you know, people are like, oh, these jobs ain't paying enough. Yeah, you're right. They may not be, but everybody's not meant to be paid enough in a sense. In a sense. And let me say that because we all do deserve better pay. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> right. But in a sense, everybody can't be the boss. You need workers. You can't be know trying to build a million dollar empire but all your friends is trying to be the million dollar empire with you no one of your friends got to be a cfo right somebody else got to be a coo somebody else got to be a vp somebody else got to run management somebody else got to run logistics but you got to find your friends that are comfortable with doing that and saying nah bro i don't don't really want to be at the top i don't really want to be at the top i'm okay being right here in logistics for you bro but because it's you and I know you ain't gonna do me wrong. I'm gonna hold you down. I'll run these trucks for you. I'll run your product. Yeah, I'm cool with that, bro. Then your next friend, hey, yeah, I'm VP, man. I got you because I understand, I understand analytics, right? So I'm gonna hold you down. You ain't gotta worry about that. You need these people. We we still need the little people, you know, as they like to call it little people. I, I you know, I'm not saying that, but we still need those people. So everybody's not gonna be the boss with you on vacation. All your friends are not going to be on vacation with you. You have to eventually get comfortable with that. All your friends are not going to be in the Bahamas with you on vacation. Not, unless you cut, shutting down a company for a week. <laughs> so if, no. you, if you're out there and you're an entrepreneur talking about you're going to run a billion dollar business and you're trying to put on your sister, your cousin, your brother, you make sure you're putting them on in a position that you need them in, that they fit best in. Not putting them on all, all trying to be a boss and learn the same system as you because that
0: ain't how it's gonna work. That's why it fails. You forgot to put people in a position. And another thing too not not everyone is as hungry as you. No. Not everyone is as hungry as you. Um, someone said what I saw this quote. We could have the same blood, but that doesn't mean we have the same spirit. Like, this is we very have true. The same blood, but we don't have the same spirit. It, it, very it, true. It, it's it's either it's in you or it's not. And this is very true it's a very powerful it's a powerful thing there's a quote with nas now said this quote now i love it um you know you learn who you are when you're around family right so yes. you know who you are when you're around family yes. so <laughs> it's really interesting because i have a, I have uh seven siblings myself so it's eight of us and um yeah you know when you come from this big family background mm-hmm. you, you you know you're around your family you see you they expose something to you differently and if you have siblings of course I know this is something you definitely experience there's it's like a different door you know what they say family you're given and your friends you pick so your family is given to you for a certain reason so they expose certain things to you all right your family Mm -hmm. exposes you know you're a lot of vulnerable stuff but it also makes you strength it makes you a lot of makes you really stronger um, yeah definitely oh yeah yeah for sure but um well, yeah, it, it, well it,
1: it, it will and it won't i'll just say it mm-hmm. will and it won't it all depends on the person let's, let's say that mm-hmm. it all depends on, for some people it'll weaken them because some people are stuck in the car i know people i know people right now that are stuck in the concept of family this and family that and family is everything yeah. slow down yeah. slow down yeah. they yeah. are everything but not everything to you you understand what i'm saying so yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Charge my phone, <laughs> I've been running all day. Um, but you know, they may be everything, but not everything to you. You you gotta choose it wisely. And, you know, they say you choose your friends, but as you get older, you gotta choose your family. And that's something I've done. I got people who I call family. Trust me, we have no blood in common, but that's my family. We have no blood in common, but that's my family. And there's some blood in common, I walk right past them. <laughs>
0: That was a gem, man. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Yo, you yeah. just like dropped that out of nowhere because I wasn't, I wasn't expecting you to go that way. But like that, uh-huh. is, that's really spot on, man. Like, look, at the end of the day, man. Look, my love for my family is unconditional, but unconditional love does have limits at, at some point. Exactly. right? So you gotta definitely have boundaries, and with friends too. Because oh, yeah, huh, yeah, especially with yeah, no, friends yeah, no, no, too. No, no, no. But um that. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, I now I hear what you're saying for sure. But it, it, it's definitely uh it's a big subject, man. And th- th- this is something that I definitely do want to kind of talk on too, because because of Clubhouse, we could connect and go so many different ways with this, so we could definitely oh, yeah, talk about yeah. so many different things offline. So I definitely don't want to keep you and sit here and dive on some so much other stuff. But I was writing down during this interview some things I, I definitely want to talk to you about and see if we can collaborate on some things. Just get mm-hmm. some conversations going too. I'm collaborating with different people um, and not just do just financial stuff and financial conversations, but to actually have conversations about what we just talked about and, you know, black men, especially. Um, yeah. Growing up as a black boy to a black man. And yeah, I because I, w- what that woman, that woman the other day kind of like really spoke to me.
1: Yeah, she um
0: she, so I feel she like that's, a good, to that's a good topic. She spoke to me too. Yeah.
1: She uh you want the one with the kids, right? Yeah, I understood her pain on a different level. I grew up in a single parent home. So I know that's why you was kinda gone with the, the segue with the siblings. Yeah. And and you know, my mother tried to show all of us love equally. Um, did she know how to do it? No. Um and that caused all of us to be different. But now that we're older, we're all understanding why. You know, nobody gave her a blueprint. She had me at seventeen. So that was the first issue. I'm not going to call it a mistake because I'm here and look what I'm doing now. So it definitely wasn't a mistake. But that was the first issue. You know, she had me young, her and my dad, they didn't, nobody, know. And then back in that day, when you have kids young, the parents, I realized the parents, a lot of parents pulled away from their kids when they should have got closer and showed them how to be a parent. You know what I'm saying? The baby already on the way now, it's too late. Don't pull away and hate your child. You got to get close and help them raise the child. Because they're child raising the child. If you just leave them out there for the dead, they sharks in the water, you know.
0: Man, yes, you know, it's really, it's it's generational, man. It's it's generational. generational. It goes back to generational. generational. Like, how do you respond to adversity, right? How, how I respond to adversities and the way my daughter is going to respond to adversities is going to be completely different. So well, the, it's going to be kind of similar. By the time she right? gets, I'm setting a different right. standard.
1: Because by the time she right. gets, right. the way so it's going to change, right.
0: Yeah. I figured the way out of my situation was just entrepreneurship. I'm mm-hmm. a hustler. So for me, it's like all I know was that. Now it's like, okay, just turn the hustle into a business. So when I got into hustlers club, yo, I met these people, they mind blown, like legit mind blown right. information, lot like life-changing connections that just expose some so much different more stuff. But you also touched on something a little early in the podcast, and I want to touch on that too, something that you know that you said um. Uh, one of your mentors shared with you: Make sure that you take care of you. And you know, 2021. One of the things that I'm definitely prioritizing this year is, you know, more self love, more definitely, more, more, more putting it, oh, yeah. more pouring definitely. into me, because you can't pour, you can't pour into people with an empty nope. cup. And not, and not a half So cup as either. we continue, yeah, yeah, and as we continue to, you know, give back and have these conversations and do this and that for these people on Clubhouse or whatever we do. We we definitely gotta make sure that we put it to ourselves because one of the things that Clubhouse taught me was the value of my mental health. Because I have yes. seen something and I caught myself quick. I'm like, ah nah, I ain't going down that road. Right. But uh, that's Smart. why I wanted to say that. But that's
1: protecting that That's that protecting that's protecting your spirit though. <laughs> Cause sometimes you don't have to indulge in everything, you know. I remember having an argument with my son's mother. Um actually she was having an argument with herself technically, because I wasn't trying to argue. And but by the time I got close to her, like near her, she jumped at me and went to fight. But I was calm before that. As soon as she went to fight, all of a sudden, this demon was on my back. And now I'm holding her by her shoulders. And I'm what the hell is wrong with you? And just that fast, the energy transfer. And I stopped. And I'm like, man, you really tried to push me to the edge for no reason. Got to be careful. Protect your energy, King. Protect your energy.
0: That's a big thing. And as you, Mm -hmm. it's funny, as you say, you know, protect your energy. I definitely do have times when I turn on my blinders for my energy. So it's like outside source stuff, like anything outside in the world, like the recent events, all of the, oh, oh, bro, I've had my blinders on for a long time. Doesn't mean I, because it's like how they want the black man to mean, and this is just my opinion. They want, they as you said, they want to suppress all of this and like they want me to be insecure. Bro, I'll be honest, man. Like I- I'm taking my finger off the humble button this year. You know, oh, I'm yeah, definitely. Out, But yeah, I'm yeah. I put I'm putting my blinders to the bullshit. I'm not getting my emotions in that. Like yeah. the whole George Floyd thing for me personally, it gave me, it gave me all different types of anxiety, right? Leaving the house. Now we've been in quarantine for almost damn near a year now. And so now you're ready to like, leave the house. Yeah, now it's like, okay, yeah. now I'm going on my speaking tour. I'm doing my thing. Now I got anxiety for going outside. Right,
1: you know what I'm saying? Right. Like,
0: that's that bullshit. But it's the reality of the situation because it's the truth. We're dealing with, we're deal as black men, we're faced with mental, we're, we're faced with these little mental health hurdles, right? Anxiety, you know, as you mentioned, you also touched on this a little early in the interview. Like, yo, we're, we're when we're driving these cars, man, a police siren behind you, you know what that does? Like, yo, your heart rate gonna spike up, right? Spice so, all way up. and like, yo, like no one, I feel like the only people I can have this conversation with is you. People that look like me. And, it's, right. you know, because so the
1: other, the other side doesn't understand it. And, and that's a guarantee don't. factor. And they that's try to guarantee they, factor. They think they understand.
0: But no, they don't understand. But ahead, here's I'm what sorry. I'll
1: tell you this. No, you good. But I'll tell you this. Remember to also understand it from their point of view. Then you have a world point of view and you, and you understand why we stuck in this cycle. You understand what I'm saying? Like I understand why the cops are shooting sometimes. They fit. They got to go home to their family too. Y'all forget that. These cops got a family too. The black cops do, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying the white cops don't. I'm not, you know, trying to separate or be racist or anything like that. No, not at all. But it's crazy because you use the word rape, racist, and racist actually just means a love for your race. So technically I am racist. I love my race. I love my color. I love my people. Yeah. But I also don't forget that the other color has a little bit more privilege in this in this in this uh country than I do. You know, we got we got a bad habit of saying they got more privilege in the world. No, not everywhere they go, they do not. No, they do not. Sometimes certain areas they go, depending on what type of Caucasian they are, they got to bow down too. Believe that. So you got to understand that it's a bigger, it's a way bigger picture. Because we not they're not going to India running nothing in India or Dubois. No, they're not. <laughs> I was just gonna right? say Dubai, man. You ain't going right? up in there. You ain't no. hopping no buildings, I'll tell you that now. No, no, you're not. <laughs> So uh, we got to keep those things in mind. King, I definitely appreciate you for this though, man. I got to, my brother keep calling me. No, like, thank, you, yo, uh, man, yeah, thank yeah. you.
0: No, thank you for your time, man. Thank you again for stopping by, man. Thank oh, you no, again. I appreciate you. I'm looking well, forward man. to connecting with you again in the future for sure. I'm, I'm going to be in contact. Thank you.
1: Definitely, thank man. Yeah. I appreciate you. Appreciate you a tenfold, man. Um, I even pass my brother's information on because this is what we do, you know. So, Definitely, man. Be in touch. Uh stay in touch. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Yeah. Um and, and get it hit me back when we get off of here,
0: man. Give me about 20 yeah. minutes.
1: I'll definitely contact get get connected with you. All right. Yeah.
0: Let's link up. Maybe I should send you this content for editing.
1: Hey. Might be honest. Nah, you... I might be able to do nah, that. I might I appreciate I might, you I, for that, man.
0: All right, bro. All right. We'll all talk right. soon.
1: Be easy, all man. Right. Peace, King. All right. Peace out.